Okay, I am making another recording. I've been making this an addiction for myself because I can't be authentic with anybody else now. <laughs> I don't know why I make myself laugh so much. Oh man, it's too good. <laughs> I'll make I'll make a joke, right? And uh and I'll just laugh, not even like thinking the other person's gonna think it's funny, and then I think because I'm laughing they're gonna think it's funny. I just, I think, I think I'm funny, but I don't think other people think I'm funny. I think I've said that before. I, uh, oh, this is a, it's, this has been a weird feeling. I've been feeling this way for a while now and, um, I'm in love with it. Uh, I'm in love with myself. Like, <laughs> it's weird. It's, I'm not trying to prove myself to anybody anymore. And, uh, I don't have to, I don't feel like I'm sounding like, a. Like, I need to prove myself to something. I mean, I said that already. Perform. And I'm still full of myself. I just, <laughs> it's just less, I'm just less insecure, I guess. It's worse. It's just worse. I'm more self-absorbed. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're listening to this. That's so weird. Why were you... I don't know why you're listening to this. Thank you for listening to this. But... <laughs> um. Yeah, I need to get off my chest. I'm just thinking and processing. Hopefully this is going to be helpful for me to go to sleep. Because if I just wander in my thoughts, I'm going to not fall asleep on time. And I'm actually really excited for tomorrow. I, like, look forward to tomorrow. That's a thing. A lot of it has to do with just being present with myself. Um choosing to be in silence and solitude being being alone and then afterwards sharing the wealth i think i'm more extroverted than i think i am i think i'm i i have this I, i've said this before to people and i've had this revelation multiple times i just haven't been practicing this realization reality in it because i've been isolated and alone and it's a different than solitude and silence it's uh, depressing uh I don't know what it is actually. It's a, uh, it's decaying. It's it's death. What's the difference? I, th- I think I've said this to some to a friend. I think I've also posted it before. But the difference between isolation and solitude. Isolation is created for us to be. Um, hmm. How do I? How do I? I forgot how to comprehend this. Solitude is in an intentional space. For you to be present with yourself. Isolation is an intentional space to run away from yourself. That's the difference. Yes. Yes. I love that definition. Isolation. So if you're running away from yourself, isolation. If you are choosing to be present with yourself, solitude. And then how do you bring performance into that? We find ourselves performing in a state of solitude and isolation when we aren't present with ourselves, but instead trying to make ourselves feel better. And then it's different. No, you're now, you're technically running away from yourself, but you're also, you think you're, you're manipulating yourself to believe that you're getting better. But in reality, you're still in a state of long-term dysfunction. Um, and that's not right. Don't do that to yourself. I am saying really dense stuff. Oh man, I love it. I am 
everywhere. I'm sorry. <sighs> I just need to breathe. I just finished. I just finished a long day. And I'm alone. I haven't really processed myself. And this is me basically being in solitude and in silence. Um, or am I? I'm trying to sit in my feelings here. I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really angry, actually. I can tell you a little bit about that. Very angry. Very excited. Uh, very at peace. No? Am I at peace? Yeah. I mean, if you want to define peace that is as, as a space of being with yourself and uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, uh, then I'm in peace. And also, if you want to define peace as a an encounter with be with with God, how do you want? To, how do I want to say this? Peace is a divine delight with the presence of God, as He gives you His abundance of joy. That's peace. And so I am uncomfortable, but I am also okay. And that is weird to say. I, I'm mad and I'm sad, but I know I'm all right. And maybe that is a facade that I'm choosing to listen to or a, uh, a dysfunction that I'm choosing to uh, function in. But I'm functioning. That's the thing, though. Instead of, instead of letting my dysfunction, you know, control me, I have developed a system in my head for me to function within that dysfunction. So, like, I mean, that's only if you want to call sadness and anger a dysfunction. But really, sadness and anger is a an emotion trying to tell us about ourselves, trying to tell us something about ourselves. And so, I'm just letting myself breathe. I've been telling that to my friend. Uh, I told him also a maternal mentor that I had. She told me, if you're not going through your ups and downs, then you're not alive. You're flatlining. You're, you're running away from yourself. You're escaping. You're protecting. You're, you're performing. And you're not being. You allow yourself to be and listen to what the, the sounds of your heart are pumping inside of yourself. You realize. You realize. All I need to do is listen. Listen in the silence and the solitude and let it be. Um, make it, make it, make, make it, no wait, don't bake it. It's not make it, it's receive it. That's the word. Receive the being. <sighs> I'm sad. Why am I sad? I'm sad. Well, because I'm alone, simply. I want to spend time with more people. I've accepted the fact that I love people too much. Not to the point where I need people. I think that's why I think I'm introverted. I, I don't like the idea that I find energy from people. Maybe do I? I'm talking to you, and I have a lot of energy. But I also just spent a lot of time by myself. I haven't really figured it out. I'm just... 
I'm not even going to think introverted, extroverted. I am me. I am me. And that is what I need to be. I love people. And I need people. But I also need myself. I'm alone and I'm lonely because I, I want to feel loved. I want to feel wanted and valued. I want to belong. I want to be okay. I just want to be okay. See, this is why... Oh, wait, I never told you guys, but I want to join the military. But this is why I want to join the military. I don't want to feel alone. And I then, <laughs> when you're in the military, you are constantly with your guys. I, I, actually, I think I am. I, I am me. And I just need to be. I just spent... I spent yesterday with a friend for like eight eight plus hours and it was nice. I liked it. It was great. And I was calm. I think my introverted self came in or my just reserved self. I felt like myself, but I wasn't being drained and I was being, but at the same time, I wasn't getting any energy. I was just with my friend. And it was nice. Eight hours with him. And we just enjoyed each other's company. Maybe more than eight hours. Might be more. It's probably more. But eight hours sounds right. No, it might be 12, actually. Eight, 12, 10. That doesn't matter. It was a lot. I'll tell you that. Um, did I like it? I liked it. Did I want? Do I want to do it again? I want to say I do, but I don't think I do. I don't want. I don't want to want. I think that's what it is. And it's ironic because I also want to be wanted. I don't want to want, but I want to be wanted. This is an ironic conundrum. Um, I feel alone. I feel lonely. I'm sad because nobody wants to give me attention. I see now. I'm sad because I want to give everybody my attention, but nobody wants to give me mine. Give me theirs. That's what it is. I want to give everyone my attention, but I don't feel like anybody wants to give me theirs. And that is sad. That is a th sad thought. I feel like a lot of people feel that way, actually. There are a lot of people who love to love deeply the same way I do but don't feel wanted or desired there are a lot of people who love to give themselves to others but don't feel like they themselves are being given the same attention oh man I'm so confused I'm having an identity crisis now oh man I love it <laughs> this is too good. Oh, God, please help me. <laughs> oh, gosh. I want to cry. Who am I? <laughs> do I want to be loved? Do I want to be myself? Or do I want to be okay? I want to be all of those things. Yeah, there it is. I want to be amazing. I want to be fantastic. I want to know how to be great. And I want to love. 
I want to love well. That's the thing, though. I want to love well. I don't think I do that. I want to articulate the the necessities of love as an action, as a verb, so that I can manifest them through my will. And I'm angry that nobody else does that with me. Or nobody else wants to do that for me. It makes me feel unique when I... That's the, I think that's the other thing. It makes me feel unique when I carry the identity that I am a man who loves and is willing to love anybody. But I also want to be a man that loves and knows the depths of what love is. And that's what makes me sad too. I don't know the depths of love. I had a girlfriend and she's amazing. I loved her, absolutely loved her. And I said no to her because I didn't feel like I wanted to be loved that way or maybe I don't know actually I liked her and I wanted to fall in love with her and then I decided I didn't because I preferred I preferred myself it's interesting because I have this theology that I believe in becoming the one and so whatever intricacies whatever Whatever incompatibilities that you have with somebody. They don't matter if all you want to do is love them. If you have eyes for them and them only. All you want to do is discover how to become the one for them. And not change yourself completely for them. But love yourself more by loving them more. Uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting conundrum. Like, you have to be so aware of yourself to not attach yourself to that person, to the one that you want to become the one for. So you, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place. You want to you wanna be aware of yourself enough to not lose yourself, but also be aware of yourself enough to know there's a part of yourself that needs to change. There are parts of yourself that needs to change in order to love better. And that's not even a bad thing to lose parts of yourself if it means you're loving somebody better. But you also need a partner who's doing the same thing. And so they are constantly discovering what they need for themselves and not needing anything from you. And so when you are discovering what you are together, you're discovering how to become more in love with your togetherness than with each other, than you are of each other. Because your focus is for you yourself to grow for the relationship not and for yourself and so there's this like it's like you have two bubbles and those bubbles are making a bridge connecting to each other and you're focused on your bubble and she's focused or he is focused on their bubble and then there's that bridge and your focus is to learn how to either increase that bridge 
or just make that bridge a connection for you to connect with. And that is the one, that is the thing that is called becoming the one, is that bridge between the two bubbles. Hey, I love this. Oh, I don't love that, but I love this. And let's figure out how we can love each other through both of those areas. And now there's this bridge of you two trying to love the thing that you want to be loved through. And you're just constantly feeding through the bridge each other the love that both of you know you need for you need to give to each other. And you're doing it. And as you continue to do that, you're constantly discovering more about what you yourself need. And then there's more things constantly being fed. And, and you're, you're doing this to increase the bridge, the capacity of your bridge that is constantly sending messages to how I need to be loved, how I want to love you better. And, and you're, you're, you're doing that because you know how important it is for you to know how to be loved. And you also know how important it is for you to know how to love better. And it's this constant state of discovering yourself so that you can discover more ways to love. And that's the depths. That's the depth that I'm talking about. You don't find that just by breathing life to other people. You, you find that by getting into the mess and seeing all of the crap that you're throwing in the bridge and all of the good stuff that you're throwing into the bridge. So I'm lonely because I don't have that. <laughs> um, gosh, I'm angry. Oh my gosh, I'm angry too. I'm angry because there's so many people who are so focused on themselves. It's like the opposite. They're so focused on loving themselves or 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 not even loving themselves actually. There's like a point of your there's a point of your existence. There's a breaking point of your existence where you have discovered you are afraid. You're afraid of the real you. And so instead of Instead of letting the external forces telling you who you are, uh, oh wait, wait, wait. Instead of instead of discovering the real you that you're afraid of, you choose to listen to the external forces telling you who you are. And neg positive or negative, those external forces are determining your identity instead of you discovering your real self. And that real self is somebody who is more complex than somebody who's angry, more complex than somebody who's afraid, more complex than somebody who is sad, more complex than somebody who's disgusted, surprised, confused, hopeful, joyful, happy. There is an infinite complexity to our identity that we ourselves are losing because we are afraid to be real with ourselves. We, we react to our emotions instead of listening to them. Somebody tells us something that made us really angry. We react to it and perform and, 
and try to prove them wrong. Somebody tells us something that, or a, a, something that happens to us in the external world. Somebody dies and it makes you sad. And instead of opening up your sadness, you choose to run away, listen to music, watch something that you shouldn't be watching. And it's funny because all you need to do is just be real with yourself. Be present with those emotions. Instead of trying to prove somebody wrong or try to run away from an event, you be real and sit with what's happening. And I'm angry because nobody, not nobody, but I'm angry because people who are performing or escaping have this sense of pride thinking that these, these modes of, of life-giving, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see it, this mode of life-giving um, functions are actually good for them and they're too prideful for them to see that it's bad. Example. Somebody who's performing, they're receiving all of these awards, getting all of this recognition from their, their performances, and they continue to do it. Why are they doing that? Why do they need to continue to do that? I mean, you know, someone can actually do that. They can perform and be productive and all those things and still be present. But there are those people who are actively trying to prove something or trying to make something known or trying to get something for themselves because the external world is saying you can have these things and you will feel better. You're angry. Put it out and you will find success. I'm mad that that pride is cultivating unawareness to the emotional damage that they are doing to themselves, the emotional dysfunction and behaviors that lead them into eternal destruction, death, decay, and restlessness, helplessness, and hopelessness. Because all they can do is keep moving their feet forward and do something. They're performing for something instead of just doing things because they themselves want to do it. Not because the world is telling them they need to do it, but because they themselves have discovered that's what they want to do for themselves, for their heart. And their pride loses, loses them, makes them lose their humility. Their pride makes them lose their humility. Their humility to sit in the anger, sit in the fear, sit and the sadness so that 
they can discover they don't need to do those things. They don't need to have what they need, think they need to have. Or they don't need to prove anything to anybody. They just need to choose what they want to do. And they'll discover that what they want to do is still good. I'm mad because the world deserves to know better. And they don't. Because the world is also telling them not to. Indirectly. We allow people to be in dysfunction. To respond to their emotional upheavals instead of listen to them. And it all comes from a lie from an external from the external world telling them you need to do this. You need to know this. You need to have this. You need to prove this. And pride gets away out of it. Greed. Wrath. Lust. Sin gets us, gets us away from being real with ourselves. So that we can find peace with who we really are. And that is a complex emotional human who needs to be cared for, who needs to not feel alone, who needs to feel worthy, who needs to feel like they belong, who needs to feel like they're loved and safe, who needs to feel like they're important, significant, unique, And they don't see it because sin clouds them. Dysfunction clouds them. The lies of the external world clouds them. The wounds inflicted upon them by whatever external force, authority, or law. It binds them from seeing God. And so I'm angry. I don't want that for people. But that's the truth. I'm also angry that I can't find somebody who is a woman who feels the same way. I love you. Thank you for listening. Please pray for me. I'm going to try to go to bed now.